It's season two of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist, Dr. Audrey Tang. I'm helping you reflect on your perceptions, reframe your approach, and rewrite your future, whatever your past. And this season is all about the self. So let's talk about you. Today, I'm going to talk about self-assertion. Communication is only as good as the message that has been received. But how clear are we with the messages we put out there? Sometimes, even though we may think about what we're going to say, the unconscious signals we might be giving off, the body language, the words that we are saying with what we're wearing and how we present ourselves, all of that, all those messages can be causing confusion in what other people are hearing. And often we can get quite nervous when it comes to asserting ourselves because we might be afraid of conflict or we may not really know how to deal with those sorts of situations. A lot of us will often just back down and think, oh, anything for a quiet life. But the one thing I want you to really recognise is if you are not telling people how you feel and you don't need to do it in any kind of rude manner, you are lying to them. If we aren't honest with other people, how can we expect them to really understand how we're feeling or be able to do something that is actually going to be effective to move our situation forward? To make matters worse, sometimes what we also do is we stick to our go-to methods of communication. If, for example, we prefer to text someone or to message them rather than speak to them face to face, that is what we may choose to do, even if the message is not such that we actually could communicate it well in that particular means. If you want to dump someone, for example, text may not be the way of doing it because text can be confusing. Without the extra signals of body language, of nuance, of maybe facial expression and even inflection in the voice, it's very hard to tell what someone means. The other thing with just written language alone is it's very easy for someone to turn around and say, oh, you misunderstood. I didn't mean it like that. Either way, we're not really being straightforward with what we want to say. There are reasons why we don't do this. And I have mentioned a couple of them already. I know that we may just prefer to avoid conflict or sometimes we just may be confused. But another reason why we don't always say what we really think is it does make us vulnerable. And one of the biggest issues when it comes to the listener is listeners don't always validate what we've just said. Lack of acknowledgement and validation is one of the biggest barriers to communication. A refusal to hear someone or a complete misunderstanding or ignorance of their message is an effective way to anger or upset them further. And when you think about how difficult it is for us to tell the truth, when somebody chooses to misunderstand us or perhaps simply just misunderstands us, it can be even worse. We sometimes also invalidate each other because it comes from a place of kindness. Now, for example, imagine if a little puppy dog came up to you and could speak <laughs> and then says to you, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm going to pack my little puppy bag and run away. Your reaction is most likely to be one of, oh, no, you're so sweet, you're so cute. This comes from a place of love. But what you haven't actually done is acknowledge that that puppy feels as he feels, nor that he has a right to feel that way. 
Often when somebody says to us, oh, I'm so bad at this, I'm so stupid, or I'm so ugly, or I'm so fat, or I'm so whatever it might be, our first instinct is to be kind and say, no, you're not. But actually, one of the most powerful and validating things we can respond with is, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. I'm really sad to hear that. And then ask why. If nothing else, this technique allows you to explore that person's feelings a little bit more deeply and it allows them to do this too. The more we can take conversation from the superficial level into talking about things that really matter, the more effective that conversation is going to be and the better connection we're going to have. So here are a couple of techniques and these come from dialectic behaviour therapy or DBT. The first is the FAST technique and F-A-S-T stands for be fair. Be fair in what you're saying and what you're requesting. Think about what you need to be fair to yourself, but also be fair to others and think about the consequences of that request. A stands for apologies. Now, in actual fact, don't apologize for asserting yourself and saying, oh, sorry, but is something that's really common. So the reason why apologies is in there is to remind us, don't apologize unless it is effective and necessary. Never apologize for having a different point of view. S stands for stick to your values. As long as you hold to your values and your ethics and your morals, you are most likely to be along the right track for you. So be aware of what they are. Take a moment to have a think about them. And T stands for truthfulness. Be honest. Stick to the facts where you can. I said facts a lot in this particular acronym because facts are so helpful for keeping emotion, which is one of the biggest problems to communication, out of the equation. Try and be as factual as you can and back up those facts with evidence. The other technique is the dear man technique. In this, the acronym stands for D, describe. Use clear and concrete terms when you're asking for what you want. Don't simply say, oh, it's a bit chilly in here. Say, would you mind if I shut the window? E stands for express. Let people know how the situation makes you feel, but don't blame that on somebody else. A is assert yourself. Don't beat around the bush. Don't tell a whole story when actually you could get to the point. If need be, write down what it is you want to say and follow that agenda. R is reinforce. Reinforce people who've listened to you, who've responded positively to you by thanking them. This doesn't happen very often. The reason why we're so scared of doing this is because it doesn't happen very often. So the more you can reinforce people's behavior, which really is supportive, the more they're going to do it. MAN stands for being mindful, that's the M. Be aware that the interaction is, of course, two-way. So think about how you feel, think about how the other may feel. A stands for appear. Appear confident in your posture, be confident in your tone, and retain eye contact and positive body language. And finally, N is negotiate. Although we may have an idea of what we want, if we listen, If we can bend a little bit, it may simply be that someone else comes up with an even better idea. We're not necessarily looking for 
compromise, because compromise often means both of us have lost. But if you can collaborate, then both of you have won. And that's all we have time for. Remember, even the most effective thinking is nothing without positive action. Don't be the most enlightened person who never lived. For more practical support, check out my psychology and coaching masterclasses presented with Sharon Lawton on the Wellness League YouTube channel. Don't just wish for success. Go out and grab it.